Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Drag Time with Hecklina. Uh, I've been really gratified to read all the great reviews. Keep those coming in. And also, thank you for all the tips. Uh, we can be found uh, as Drag Time on both Venmo and Cash App. Please uh, visit our website, dragtimewithhecklina.com, to find out all the ways you can support us. Mark is so busy doing all this work to keep the show going, and I'm so grateful uh, for the support from our listeners. Now, uh, we have a very special guest today, and she has refused to come on this podcast over and over. And finally, I nailed her down. She is an actress, comedian, singer, and voice artist. You may know her from her hilarious parody videos, or perhaps as the face of Betty Bowers, America's Best Christian. She has shared the bill with illustrious acts such as Salt and Peppa and Jackie Beat. That, that has to be a typo. Anyway, uh, <clears throat> she has been a comedy judge on RuPaul's Drag Race, and she is co-creator of Versus the Game Show. And she even has a humorous and supportive monthly advice column in the Atlanta-based Gentleman's Monthly Magazine, Goliath Atlanta. She's very busy. We love her. And if you don't, well... I guess our cool mom is cooler than yours. Please give a big welcome to Devin Green. Oh, oh, please, please don't rush Hi. my microphone. I'm well, glad you received all my reviews and tips. Yes, well, you know, we'll, yeah, and we'll we'll edit this later and we'll put in applause and all that stuff. <laughs> I do need to just make a gentle correction. I'm absolutely not an actress in any way, shape, or form. Oh, well, yes. My range goes from A to B. If you wish a Devin Green type, yet not Devin Green herself. <laughs> Get me a Devin Green type. Get me Devin Green. Who would, who would you cast? Wait, who was the one in Million Dollar, Million Dollar Baby? Hillary Swank. I would be the Hillary Swank. Oh my God! She would be the Hillary's make a comedy. I love that you quoted uh, what? What was her name? The the round table. You know, she she reviewed <laughs> Catherine Hepburn's performance or something. She said Dorothy her, Parker. Dorothy Parker. Her her range went all the way from A to B. I love that. Yeah. Dorothy um, Parker has great quotes. If you and I were one, my dear, a model life we'd lead. Such great. Everything was fantastic. Did you see the Jennifer Jason Lee movie? <gasps> Where she played Dorothy Parker. Mr. Benchley. Oh, yeah. That was so good. Wasn't that all at the Chelsea Hotel? It wasn't, was it? No. <gasps> anyway, that place. I need, we're, we're going on a, on a much, we're going down a rabbit hole now. Now, many of our listeners may not know this, but, but I had never really met you until, well, I, I met you, you know, in passing, but we both live here in the desert. Correct. We live in Palm Springs. No. And you know what? I hated more than anything. I was um, during drag con. There was a comedy panel. You were sitting in the front row and I'm like, what on earth are you doing there? It's ludicrous that you, a woman of such stature and dignitaries, was you were not up on the dais, the bias and the panel yourself. It, well, it, yeah, it just was mental to me. I told you how they degraded me at DragCon. The first year I did it, uh, it was the Drag Queens of Comedy, and it was me and Jackie and Bob the Drag Queen, blah, blah, blah. The second year, it was a com comedy again with Alec Mappa and me and uh, Shangela, blah, blah, blah. The third year, 
they said, oh, you know, we don't know, we don't want to offend you by the title, but um, we are doing a, t- a panel called Oldies But Goodies. <laughs> it was, and it was me, Kasha Davis, James St. James, like dinosaurs, you know. And uh, and I was like, well, yeah, I mean, why not do a San Francisco panel? I mean, does it have to be old people? Like the fact that we there were that we there were not dead yet, I guess, but whatever. Um, they got their uh, just desserts because, of course, the pandemic came and they had to cancel. Anyway, <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, okay, Listen, I'm go- we're going yeah. on a rabbit hole again. This is all about you. <laughs> is it? Yes. <laughs> I have a funny feeling it's going to get back. Our listeners want to hear about you now. So, getting to know you, I've learned that you're oh. a very yeah that you're a very strange person. This is true. You're almost <laughs> like a, a hybrid human being. You're not really a real. You're you're like uh, what's her name from the Data. Bionic Woman? Yeah, yeah. Oh. You're like you're like from the Bionic Woman. You are a weird. A weird DNA, like you, chocolate kills you, and yeah. what else kills you? Apples kill oh, you. Yeah. Those, will, those will knock me right down. I've got a healthy case of gout. So you were born in the gulag uh, <laughs> up in Canada, like in, in, in the Arctic. Tell us about that. That's right. It was cold as hell. I froze my nips off right uh-huh. there. But I never once had a cold. Uh-huh. And you actually ate things like blubber and stuff. Well, haven't we all? No, actually, no. <laughs> not a, everybody has not. No, uh, I didn't know that. But you, coming from another Arctic region, I have, I lived, have, I right, have. You'd yes, live the same lifestyle. You were you in twenty hours of darkness, then yes. twenty hours of see. People don't understand that you and I. Mm-hmm. It's like looking in a mirror. Well, it's it's the. I think that's why I'm very extreme. Like if I like something, I really really like it. Yeah. And if I hate something, I really hate it. <laughs> You're like a goddamn. Off and on switch. I know exactly. Yeah. So in Iceland, it is like so depressing that winters are like eight months long, and it's murky, a little bit of murky light, maybe two or three hours a day, and the rest of the time we're plunged into darkness. And, but it wasn't uh, about hey, I'm gonna claw and scratch my way to the top. I'm gonna have a dynamic career. It wasn't like that. It was like survival. It wasn't even a question of hey, how's my personal happiness? Right, it right, right. It wasn't like that at all. It's just. You truly live in the moment. It's not, oh, gosh, yesterday was a real tough one of snow. Guess what? Today's snow. Right, right. Guess what? Tomorrow is. So you wouldn't even think of past or future. You literally just live today. It's nothing nothing else. Yeah. I mean, that's the best way to live, really. Uh, yeah, I never, I never changed. I'm the same idiot I've been since I was six. That's <laughs> almost like it's almost like an AA slogan. Just uh, you know, one day at a time. <laughs> um, is it true that you began a life of? No, I, I know it's true, but I want you to answer it as if I didn't know. Okay, okay. Is, is it true that you began a life of performance as a figure skater, and <clears throat> how did that come about? Well, I was walking on the outside of my ankles, and my mother thought to put me in skates. <laughs> she got me out of the snowshoes and strapped some ice blades on me when I was five years old. And yeah, I'm a professional skater. I was in Blades of Glory, Ice Princess, uh, Sonia Henny story. Wow. So everything I do is truly based. So I'm a very disciplined person. I can have laser focus to the exclusion of everything else. And uh, I, it's pr- probably tremendously unhealthy in a lot of ways, but in other ways, 
uh, it's made, I, I would not change a single thing at all. I, I work super hard and super, very, very singularly focused. Yeah. And is it a, not everybody can do that and not everybody has that, but the principles of like biomechanics, sports physiology, sports psychology, it all applies to all the performance things that I do. It's literally the exact same thing. Well, that's so, a good attitude. Yeah. I mean, I, I wish I had your laser focus. I used to be laser focused, but with the pandemic, I, I'm, I'm, I kind of go like, ah, whatever. Just put it off till tomorrow. I'm trying to- Like you to- just shit stuff out and go good enough. <laughs> oh, or, or I'll have like- I'll have like three or four things going on at the same time, and I'll never finish one of them, you know. So I'm um, trying to get that. It didn't used to be me, but um, the pandemic kind of. Now you are one of the few people I know who actually thrived in the middle of the pandemic. We we are at the tail end of it. I mean, things are getting ready to fully reopen in, in a couple of days. Like uh, no more masks. I went to a movie theater last night, you know. But you. And your and, and we'll talk about your your uh, the partner. love of your partner, partner. And, the, and the and the love of your life that your partner. We'll talk about how you guys met and how you guys are perfect for each other. But you both have thrived during the pandemic. You moved here and tell us about what you're doing. You've been doing bingo and making raking in the cash. Yes, <laughs> all those Venmo dollars. I know. Listen, it's uh, it, you know not everybody. Ned uh, Douglas and I are partners. And we, you know, we play over a thousand songs together. He's a music producer. So to keep people entertained, people were in serious lockdown and there were people who lost their job, people who had no physical contact with anyone. So we were doing two live streaming shows a week saying, listen, what do you want to hear? Let, you know, we are here for you. We're here to just keep you entertained. This is a complimentary show. You know, and people that, that we were told several times that this was the only thing they had written on their calendar for months. Yeah. To see the, and it was it was heartwarming. I, I don't do much good in the world, but this is the one thing that we actually <laughs> <laughs> that we actually could do. And now with the world opening up, we're going to we're going to be at Wilma and Frida's June 30th, and then we've got Provincetown, August 6th and 7th. Watch thin people eat tasty songs of food and drink. Oh, wow. I like that. I like that title. That's the full title? Yeah. That's kind of a long title, isn't it? Doesn't oh, yeah. It, it, it doesn't, exactly, in- doesn't exactly roll <laughs> off your tongue. I mean... It- it gets in no newspapers. It's just like Devin she doesn't eat food is what comes up. I love it. Now tell me about Ned. I mean, because I was floored when, um, well, of course, when I saw his resume, but then you sent me this video of him and Stevie, Stevie Nicks. Nicks and yeah, yeah he does. Uh, so tell us how you guys, tell us about you and Ned. Well, uh, Ned and I, sometimes you meet people in life who are a mirror. You're a twin spirit of somebody. You're a duo flame. And we have the same work ethic and the same sensibilities. And with my comedy background and with his, you know, genius music background, and I also do music, but he's just on a whole nother level, um, combining the two forces 
that anything that we do is charmingly absurdist, a little bit bonkers, but really high level and pretty elevated. So if you like this kind of humor, we're the shit for you. So we've been playing live together and then we, uh, we wrote a book called Everyone Fuck Off. It's just so good for your coffee table. Which and came then, first? Which, which came first? You guys making music together, or you yes. being or, no. okay? And and then be, yeah. and then you became partners, or what? And then, and then the book, and then mm-hmm. we, um, and then we sold a game show called Versus, which is on Queer TV. Record. We're going to get to that. We're we're, we're going to get to TV. that definitely. So the thing is, we it doesn't matter what project we do; it's always really it's always really cool and really fun. And for example, we had two of the top 10 Apple apps. (laughs) It seems so crazy to say that, but we made little sticker packs for texting. I was like, well, I want to say, you know, snatch face or twat or something. And I couldn't find them. Oh, wow. (laughs) So we made a a bunch of them. We just took them down after uh, two years because we're going to revise them and put a whole bunch up. I will tell you this. Apple doesn't let the C word in. Oh yeah, we tried, and they said no. Right, yeah, yeah. Just, just an FYI. I tried call. I, I, I tried typing out that word uh, on Facebook. I was calling somebody a c word, and just as I hit, you know, publish, Facebook is like, you um are could be violating our standards. Are are you sure you don't want to reconsider this? So I was like, wow, they're really Big Brother really is watching. Oh my God. Are you kidding? They're probably in on this recording right now. Because we mentioned them. Yeah, yep. exactly. <laughs> oh, God. All right. So uh, tell me about yes. your death threats. You're getting death threats. Is this true because of Betty Bowers? Ooh. Well, listen, uh, Betty Bowers, it's written by Andrew Bradley. We've been doing it for, together for a very long time. We do a lot of cameos. During, um, you know, with Trump, mm-hmm. I have to say there was quite a platform for racist and homophobic people. Yes. And so, you know, everybody was everybody was being threatened, quite honestly. Yes. And so um, it's very unnerving, I must say, you know, because every day it's either that or... Or marriage proposal, so. Oh, gosh. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, really? Who's interested in a stick with an A cup? (laughs) Oh, FYI, I just went for a date shake at Shields in, um, in the Palm Desert, and I didn't realize there was a whole... There was this beautiful walk path, immaculately Wait. manicured, and it's all Jesus Christ statues. I thought Jesus. it was over in Indio. Isn't that in Indio, or is it in Palm Desert? I have no clue where I was. Okay. I just said that. I just, wherever that date palm shake was. Well, is it good? It's a real tasty shake, I'll tell you that much. But then they it, shove religious stuff down your throat at the same you, time? You go on a walking path, and it's so beautiful and peaceful, and you see Mary in the manger and Jesus Christ with the apostles, and then up on the 
on the, I was going to say up on the chimney top, up on the cross. <laughs> Isn't it such a weird change? Because, you know, I'd been in LA for a long time. You'd been in San Francisco. Oh for my how God. Many, how many years were you there? Almost 30 years. And I I, I just got to tell you, I went, I went back there uh, last week to do a sh- couple of shows and I was freezing the entire time. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. like, I can't believe I used to be used to this weather, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's, you're it's, a pussy. It's literally twice as warm right now where I live than it is in San Francisco. You know why I like uh, San Francisco? Because of that weather. Because of the first black cable car conductor. Oh, I, that, I was not expecting to hear you say that, but please tell me more. Do you know who that was? Uh, No. Maya Angelou. It was not. You can Wikipedia, you son of a bitch. You're going to get on the computer and use it for something other than porn. <laughs> oh, my God. Mark, Mark, did you it's know this? True. Is yeah, that true? It's factual information. Wait, wait, Mark, did you just Google it after she said that? No, I already knew that. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, uh, I, well, now I know why the caged bird sings. <laughs> um, Bruce uh, Lee, born in San Francisco. Wow. Okay. Are we doing? Are we going on a, a, a little rabbit hole of, of San Francisco <laughs> no. trivia now? I honestly, Did you know that they make sourdough bread there? Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm, just, I, I'm just kidding. Jesus Christ! I've eaten that bowl out many a time. <laughs> oh, oh, so tasty! I can't get enough of those carbs. Well, I, yeah. So I, I am getting used to the desert life. It is a little bit. Little bit slower here. Yes, but you can focus on people and nobody cancels because everybody's 10 to 15 minutes from each other. Right. Yeah, it's no, true. There's no graffiti. Everything is lovely and manicured. There's a gentle mist when you walk through. There's a beautiful sort of undercover summer umbrella that encompasses, holds you like a warm hug. People, oh yeah, that's such a good yeah. yeah, people look at you with their eyes. It's fantastic here. Wow, I just I, I was not able to put that into words until you said that. <laughs> until you said how you summed up how I feel about the desert. Thank you so much. Yeah, I do um, love it. You know, because everything changed after the pen. Well, with during, with the pandemic yeah, yeah, yeah. pandemic dying down for us, but we have to remember it's not like that in all countries. I know that as of today's date was which is six five two zero two one. It still, you know, they're still in lockdown in many provinces. Well, yeah, Canada. You know, I I did an interview with Bruce LaBruce uh, oh. recently, and when when we did it, he was uh, in a he could not leave Canada because if you leave, you're fucked because when you come back, you have to quarantine for two weeks and pay for it, you know? So it's kind of a nightmare. Our neighbors up North are not having a great time, but um, yes, our lives were changed. It's, it seems to me that you are a very strange person to, Mm. to be in, to, to go into the desert. You're a frail thing that it's, it's almost like you'll melt away and you're walking around all the time with a parasol because you're deathly afraid of the of the sun i'm, so, I'm just yeah i'm just sh- not uh, used yeah. to it well, spoiler I, I, alert spoiler alert <laughs> there, it's sunny here a lot good to know now i know now i know 
Should have checked out the weather forecast before I fucking moved. Listen, I, I'm sure, listen, I've gone, you know, to different parts of the world and I'm pretty protective of my skin just because I didn't grow up with a lot of sun. So I'm fully covered. My swimsuit, you know, covers my ankles, goes up to you know, it's a turtleneck swimsuit. Right. So people think I'm Muslim or something. I have a full, like, <laughs> I have a beekeeper hat. And oh. people are like, oh, I wonder who that is. She walks fancy. I mm. wonder if that is a somebody. Right. Well, she hiding. is. Yeah, yeah, she's a somebody. Oh, yeah. I'm somebody who makes um, super fun videos. How did your videos turn out? Thank you for bringing that up. They were so amazing. And, you know, uh, Mark, uh, what what we're talking about is, you know, for my show, my solo show in San Francisco, I wanted to make it more interactive. So uh, Devin and Ned made these fabulous, like, uh, little game show videos for me. Uh, and they did it really quickly and really professionally. Yeah. And, um, and they went over really well. And the great thing about that is... It works everywhere. Even in this venue that I did in San Francisco that really is not a show venue. It was a really weird layout, but it still worked there. And, uh, yeah, they turned out well. And um, I have been begging Ned and uh, Devin to let me be on their show Versus. But, you know, did you know this? I do not have enough. I was told by Devin that I'm, mm. not, I'm not famous enough. According to Reverie, to so warrant funny. to warrant to, to warrant being on the show, so I had to I, I had to go around on bended knee, ask, asking my more famous friends, would would you please be with go with me on this show that Devin has, um, because you have over a hundred thousand followers. So now I'm desperate to get more Instagram <laughs> followers. So anybody who's listening to this podcast right now, I am chopped liver uh, in show business because I don't have 100,000 or more Instagram followers. But anyway, uh, that's my way of bringing up Versus, the game show. <laughs> I'm so, just going to take that as a backhanded compliment. <laughs> so tell us, what, tell, tell us, oh, will you, about Versus, the game show. Well, first of all, um, it's super lighthearted. Both Ned and I are under Queen's monarchy. We're, you know, we're not from America originally. So our sensibility for comedy is obviously very skewed. And it's much more, oh my God, we're so different from each other. How funny is that? As opposed to you're different, you're wrong. Oh, so I like that. it's, it's, um, it's not angry comedy at all. It's not really a competition. It's actually to illuminate our friends. So there's a social media aspect and we ask questions. So people who are listening, I don't have to give a bio. People can find out more about them through their own social media like for jake shears what his his number one song on spotify the most downloaded song it was actually meltdown he didn't know that <laughs> is, is that his, is that a, a song of his from his last album yeah okay it's great he, he's super he's super duper but i get to really you know we do super deep dives on people mm -hmm. and you know we could make it a very uncomfortable show but the mm -hmm. whole point is to illuminate our people and highlight them it's really not about ned or myself 
it's about the the two people. There's no real, it's just really fun. And people are like, okay, what's the next thing? What do I get to, you know, I can't wait. There's like five um, super fun games. It could be which bowl will the pussycat eat out of next? What, um, how many fortune cookies are you going to have before you have a bad fortune that says scabies? Oh, do you, yeah. I, I don't, I, I don't think there are actually fortune cookies with bad fortunes in them. Do you oh, make yeah. them? Do you make them? Do you we make them? Per- them. Okay. Because I heard that th- this is a little aside here. I heard that somebody, you know, in America, we, we love, we're, we're very litigious uh, mm-hmm. country and somebody sued a fortune cookie company because they opened their fortune and it said they were going to come into a lot of money and they didn't and they <gasps> sued. So now ha- have you noticed that the fortunes have gotten very vague now? Like you open it up and, and, uh, yeah, tomorrow and, will be weather. Yeah. Tomorrow there, <laughs> tomorrow weather is in the forecast, you know, something like that. So they're, they're very, uh, yeah. So anyway, um, but yours actually are evil. Yeah, that's correct. You get two uh, evil ones and you're out. But will you keep going? How many good fortunes will you do until a bad one comes? And then if you get two baddies, you are out. Or I've got wigs. Can you guess what I named this wig? You know, they're just super fun and lighthearted. Or, you know, is this uh, question applicable to Salvador Dali or the Dalai Lama? <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Dilly dally. <laughs> give me give me an example of that of uh, one of those questions. Uh sex party who wakes up at 3 a.m. Salvador uh, Dolly. Correct. <laughs> Just taking a wild guess here. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's it's really fun. It takes an immense amount of work for such a short period of time. But we, you know, it's just the two of us doing it. And thankfully we have friends like you, Hecklina, that we're like, could you please look at this video? Could you yeah. just take a, you know, you've been so kind and so generous and I you love know. the cat video. The cat one's my favorite. Cause I love cats. Or the, are the wiener chop? The wiener chop is very good. Yes. There's no bones about it. There's nothing like a good wiener chop. Anyway, it keeps us super busy. Things are starting to open up. Live shows are starting to open up. And so, you know, this is what we said for the people, uh, like for Provincetown, for anything, even if you can't go to the show, if you can still support live entertainment by buying a ticket for someone else or a stranger, just leave it at the box office. Yeah. That'd be great. But I think every, you know, people are so ready and raring to go out and feel connected again and to touch hands. You know, I think people have had time. I, well, I can't talk about anybody else. I can only say for me, mm-hmm. it's a, been a good time to assess, reassess, take stock. Did you pivot? What worked? How are we going to move forward? And what really is important to you at this point in your life? Yeah, well, I, I will say that the uh, the pandemic did, uh, and I was talking to Peaches and a lot of our friends who are just super busy people, I was on a hamster wheel for 25 years of just constant, constant work and constant, you know, and then the pandemic happened and everything stopped. And um, I'm kind of, I was talking with Peaches, I was like, kind of don't want this 
serenity to go away that, I, that I've had, you know, the past. So it's, it's a mixture of I want to get back to work, but do I want to be as busy as I was again? I don't I don't know. I don't think so, but but I do like to work, and um, and and yes, things are opening up. And I will tell you, at my show in San Francisco, it was very liberating to do a show, you know. And right before I went on, they said, you know, you don't have to wear a face shield if you don't want to, or blah blah blah. So it was great to be able to do that. Now, and um, I, I don't know if people know how quite how to behave yet, and <laughs> it's it's almost like they're still watching their television because they're trying to talk back at you and stuff, which is the one thing I don't miss about live performance is like some drunken idiot, you know. But whatever. Um, yes. Well, people that's the are- thing now. Now you have choices about where you're going to play. The whole world, you know, everything is opened up, mm-hmm. and maybe it's time to recalibrate. You know, am I going to be at a place where, uh, what do you call those girls about to get married? What do you oh, call them? bachelorette parties. Yeah, bachelorette. Do I want to be in a place where they're just throwing up on each other? That's always the answer. The answer is always no. When, no. When, when would the answer be yes? If you're desperate. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't think of any situation where I'd be like, yes, I want to be around that, you know. <laughs> hey, let's go to a pedal bar. <laughs> Fucking finger each other. <laughs> hey, do, do you and Ned, okay, so, you know, you're over there in your house. Uh, yeah. And you have your studio there. Okay, you sleep there. You eat there. You work there. You have your cat. Do you guys ever, I mean, you guys seem to just exist so easily with each other. Do you guys ever have a knockdown drag out fight where you, you claw each other's eyes out and argue? That, that's and- not our nature. We're both so very polite. Oh. It, if anything, it would be, um, what, what would you like this evening for supper? Oh, gosh. <sighs> okay. You know, really, oh, right, that's, right. that's pretty much that's pretty much it. You know, at a certain point in your life, it shouldn't be too much therapy or struggling or we got to talk this out. Hey, let's talk. Gosh, we I think we should sit down. You know, that's never. You know, I, I barely have human emotions. So. Well, because you've you've both already been through other relationships, so you guys yeah. know what you want. That's fabulous. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's healthy and positive. And when someone, you know, as much as we like to illuminate other people, we illuminate each other. That's very beautiful. You know, so we'd, it, we'd never, you know, it, a lot is in your approach on a setting the tone or dynamic when you first start in any sort of relationship, because relationships truly do trump everything. That's the one thing they should always be teaching in school. You can have all this knowledge, but you're going to have a boss. You're going to have to work with or for somebody. Mm-hmm. That that one thing would help so many, especially young people who are right. maybe feel entitled or, well, I'm going to have a million different jobs. My folks only ever had one job. They never, they only had one resume because they only ever did one thing. Right. But now with young people, it's like, hey, every two years I got to turn it around. You know, I got to white cloud this and then blue sky over here and then put a pin in it and mm-hmm. have some lateral moves. What I found shocking about owning a business is when somebody, when a, an employee was disgruntled, they would go online and be like, I, I can't stand this part about working at this job. And I'd be like, um, hey, do you want to talk to me about this? You know, it's like you're, you're online talking about the job that you're still 
employed at. You know what I mean? So it's, uh, yeah, talking and and uh, working, talking things out has become something that's totally kind of been pitchforked. No, yeah, no you be- don't really need to live your life online, you know? And if you do decide to do that, you know, maybe give people a moment of grace yeah, and just go, yeah. hey, let give them a moment to breathe, reconsider. Maybe it came out wrong, rephrased it wrong. Let, let's hear what you have to say, but, you know, it, let them, let them sort of go through the process a bit instead of people sort of dogpiling and sending death threats. You're very wise. You're very wise. You know, it's not healthy for either party because once you as a person start being so aggressive, you wouldn't be like that in real life. So when you wear a mask of anonymity online, it's not a it's not a healthy thing to open because once you've done it once, then you've you and there's no consequences. Right then you have latitude to do that. And then you have like this super uh, cunty strength. And then you realize, oh, real life doesn't work like that. Right. There are consequences for what you say and what you do. And, you know, I, I do worry about young people. They heard so much from Trump for so long. You know, how could that not affect them? And now, yeah, and now it just seems like we don't hear anything from from Biden, which is such a relief, you know. Uh, Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty, (laughs) it's healthy because you know what? Somebody's working and they're not tweeting and watching Fox News 24 hours a day. Somebody's getting stuff done. Exactly. Are you excited? I'm so excited about things. Like, I really feel like we're going to come out of it. It's really coming out of the Trump era and coming, you know, out of quarantine and coming out of COVID that I, I just feel like there's going to be like the roaring twenties. Everybody's going to be having super sex, not just normal sex, but you know, everything, all all sorts. Well, I was reading about this and uh, Mm. they said, they said that after, I I mean, not that I was back live alive back then, but they said that after the black plague, the, that's what, that's what kicked off the people that survived that. That's what kicked off the Renaissance in Europe. Of, of art and all this stuff. And after the Spanish flu in the early 20th century, that is what kicked off the roaring 20s and that whole party decade. And so um, I think that people go through, and this was, this, was like, uh, this was like a plague and also a war because yeah. we, had, we had Trump at the same time. So I, I think people are, and, and you know, as a promoter, I, I had my doubts. I was like, oh my God, are people going to, want to want to even be in situations with large groups of people but but you know you have your trepidation but the reality is if i if i if you put anything on sale right now it sells out immediately because people Look at, people go right to, back to exactly yeah. go back to poor behavior and heart <laughs> people be, i'm sorry if you put coachella tickets on sale right now for for next weekend, it would it yeah. would sell out. You know, people are just so ready to. Uh, I mean, I'm yeah, I'm going to go to a show tonight. You know, people are ready to uh, look. How much dry humping can you do? Exactly. Your poor and, little pillow, hey. Yeah, and fuck, you know, I did everything right during the pandemic. I did not throw any parties. I lost a fortune in parties, and um, so I'm so if anybody, you know, I'm, I'm going to be like. Yes, I'm going to throw parties now. And if you have a problem with it, 
just fuck off. You know what I mean? Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She's coming in I'm sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just going to say it, Mark. uh, I know I just offended you by saying that, but I mean it. Um. (laughs) I'm not offended. Okay, go ahead. All right. Um, I'm ready to party. I know. Hello. And you did it all right, too. I mean, I I, I didn't see you at all during the... um, and, And even when you came over to my house when I was leaving... Uh, and you, you were watching my house. You came into my house with a mask on. Uh, you drove me to the airport with a mask on. <laughs> you, it, was, it was like you almost wore a hazmat suit, you know, basically, um, which is very wise. And then we, but we got through it. And and you know, people survived somehow through all here's of that. What, here's what I like about you, Heclina. You took this as an opportunity to try, to. You know, drop a couple of LBs. You're looking great. You're looking fit as a fiddle. Your oh, skin is excellent. You. you have a healthy mane and tail. Oh, thank you so much. My coat and mane are very healthy. Thank <laughs> you. I've seen your gums. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I'm not one of those people who's coming out of it with like 20 extra pounds. I, I, I just made a conscious decision to um, to not do that. Um <laughs> No, this is re- this is really good. And when people get, you know, up and out again, it'll it'll play out as it was meant to play out. But I think with this time of reflection, you, let me ask you this: we, if we were told a year and a half ago, if everybody stayed in, if the world stayed in for two weeks, and then you're free to go and live the rest of your life, and there'd be no more COVID, do you think people would have? No, because they, they they would not have believed um, they wouldn't have believed the the authorities. What uh, if we told them now? What if we said, "Hey, there's a whole worse one even coming. What if you do it now? Two weeks and then yes, absolutely, people would do it. Yeah, absolutely. I don't. I think this was so mentally stressful for a lot of people. That, look, there was a lot of people who made bank on Amazon. You know, well, how much yeah. binge watching did you do? Well, it was just that the curtain closed so quickly. Uh, you know, like uh, I, I remember. I, well, I remember in February of 2020, I was I was doing a cruise with Peaches and Benja right. Creme, and um, and we and you know the cruise line was saying just use hand sanitizer, no big deal, you know. And then I came back to San Francisco the end of February and started to get a little bit more paranoid and freakish. And then two weeks later. Everything was shut down, and it was almost like overnight. Every, like my work, my my gym, my social life, everything was gone. You know, um, so yes, if, if somebody said you need to stay in for two weeks because an even worse one is going to come along, yes, I, I I I would not hesitate, and I would go out there and punch anybody who didn't. Oh, oh I love oh. this aggression. You're just like filled with testosterone <laughs> and dreams. Here, okay, this is a this is a question uh, oh. totally unrelated to any of that, but it's oh. kind of similar. If you had a choice to go back and do anything to change the future, what one thing would you go back and do? I said I said I would kill Adolf Hitler. What would you do? Well, there's all that is the answer. Yeah, I mean, because that, that would yeah. that's you know that that affected it everything. Effect, yeah, yeah, the whole yeah the whole twentieth century. He affected the yeah the year uh, the entire world. There's countries that are still trying to get over the effects yeah. that war had on them. Okay, but 
there's going to be more interesting things about to happen. So with the earth heating up, there's a lot of places, as you well know, that have permafrost, Iceland, Canada, the Soviet Union, and with the ground warming up, there's going to be huge resources, diamonds, all sorts of minerals and ores, and they're also going to find bones, and I think it will change the course of history. Mark my words. Well, didn't they already didn't they already decide that one of the dinosaurs we always thought existed did not actually exist? It was just like a, a fabrication. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, Mark, uh, d- does this ring a bell? No. There was a fake dinosaur that we all like the the Stegosaurus or whatever no, that I we thought. Okay, well, I'll I'll Google it. Um, <laughs> but anyway, okay. So we talked about we talked about verses. We talked about let's talk about everyone fuck off. Oh yeah, it's a super great book. You can only get it right now. On um, at our live shows, we were selling it on online, and it's been in bookstores. Uh, so if you ever need to know, hey, what's going on? Because we have a, a never ending supply of idiotic, super fun, low-impact, highly pleasurable things. Just go to Devon, D-E-V-E-N, DevonGreen.com. Um, so we, on a, I really can't wait. So performing in Palm Springs on July the 30th, I think that's going to be super great. It's going to be in the back room of Wilma and Frida's where Ethelina Can did her, does her top, Tupperware parties. Heglina, you're muted. Because she's fucking typing. Yeah, I Are muted her because f- she was fucking typing. I can hear. You know what, you son of a bitch! Stop <laughs> fucking getting on grinder while you're talking to me. Yeah, I'm. Are you getting laid right now? You are. There's a little microphone onto the left side of your name. She can't find it. She never will find it. See that? That looks like no dicks, full hand. Sorry about that. Listen, no, 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 no. (laughs) I don't know how I hit that, but I I went, I went while you were talking. I went, I was like, I got to find out. It's, it was the oh. bron- it, it was the Brontosaurus. Oh, well, that was from Flintstones, Brontosaurus Burgers. Yeah, yeah, the Brontosaurus. <laughs> the, Bronto- the Brontosaurus looks kind of like the Loch Ness Monster. Yeah, I think there's going to be more things about how people migrated. And- I'm, I'm, I'm not still muted, am I? Okay, good. No. All right, all right, good. Sorry about that. Who would say, if you said that quote, am I still muted? Some Who would say to you, I wish. <laughs> well, God, Jackie Beat, Peaches Price, Lady Bunny, uh, Sherry Vine, Marla Jean Merman, Bianca Del Rio, Coco Peru. Yeah. I mean, basically everybody, Harris. everybody. Rogues Gallery. <laughs> I can't talk no matter what I do. Oh, God. It's a, it's a cause for celebration. Um <laughs> Let's we're here see. to celebrate. I'm sure we're going to be doing shows together very soon. I think so. Well, actually, we are, but I mean, but those, those are corporate gigs. But private the, shows. But for, we're yes. private dancers. Yeah. So I am. Uh, so like, okay. So I'm going to plug your shows again. Devin Green and Ned Douglas in their new comedy music show. This is just rolls off the tongue. Watch thin people eat tasty songs of food and drink. August sixth and seventh, 2021, Provincetown, and. What I was trying to say about about Wilma and Frida's is that um, yes, Kathleen Can does her uh, Tupperware shows in the back room there, 
and I, and I, I was trying to ask you, but I was muted. Did you buy Tupperware at that party? Did you I end did. up buying? What did you yeah. buy? Okay, we brought we bought yellow and some brightly colored things, and we literally use them every single day. Yellow, brightly colored things. Can you be more specific? Mm, they look like this. See, <laughs> <laughs> very helpful. It's like a bowl with a burpee. Oh, on okay. Top. There we go. Yeah, I got my stuff. I ordered that wonderful can opener, and I ordered uh, some poultry shears. I ordered that zester. Um, Who would have known you would have been so very domestic? These are the things that really thrill me now. You know, um, a zester that 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 gets Mark. You, I mean, this is like earth shattering. I I, I want to stop people on the street and be like, "Oh my god, have you seen this? You take half a lime, you put it in this." in this juice presser thing with your hand and all of the juice comes out of that thing. You know how like when you try and twist it on that little juicer, you get like maybe half of the juice. You just don't. It's too much pulp. (laughs) (laughs) These are the things that make me happy. Look what COVID has done to you. (laughs) It really has changed everything. I've taken up crochet, macrame, and some knitting. Macrame, (laughs) macrame. All right. Well, we're just about at the end of the podcast. No, no, don't go. Uh, but before 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 we go before we go, it's, here comes the most important oh. uh, question of all. Devin Green, what is your favorite memory of Heclina? Oh, uh, yeah, I can tell you. You were playing mini golf, and oh. you were so. You know what? I saw you. You had focus, and um, and then there was such stupid talk going on. To hear your uproarious laughter, I have to say you are one of the best laughers. It's completely infectious. Guttural. It's guttural. It makes your laugh makes me laugh. And just seeing you uh, by the windmill with a putter and uh, the the beautiful Palm Springs sunlight glistening through your hair with a brand new Target top. Wow, you, you know what? This is so evocative. You should really write. You, you, you should write this because it sounds like a deathbed memory to me. <laughs> You're like, oh you my can God. make that happen too. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, the, thank you, Devin Green. Uh, so I, I'm going to tell everybody how to keep up with you on the socials, Instagram, Instagram, the Devin Green. That is D E V E N and Green, like. Um, it's not easy being green. Facebook, The Devin Green. Twitter, Devin Green. Um, website, www.devingreen.com. And uh, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Hecklina. If you love us, show it. Subscribe to the show. Like us, rate us, and please tell anybody you can about Drag Time with Hecklina. Is there anything else you want to say, Devin? It's been a blessing to be here. I never thought I'd be here. I can't believe you're in your second season. How tremendous. You've really got a catalog of the best and the brightest. I think it'll be used um, for reference over and over again. Very eloquent. Very eloquent. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you, Devin Green. Awesome. Super love you. Lovely to meet you, Mark. And I'm sure I'll see you soon.